I tell them welcome to the gray area and stay away just in case you ain't real enough to relate. Every other Thursday, politics to the chips. Get up on this wave. <laughs> now tell me what's to talk about. Cause we the only thing to talk about. How you keep reality in check? Just keep it real rap and don't gossip with the facts. Yeah. Yes, sir. This is the gray area. And I am your host, Ray Jarvis. Showtime! Woo! For chapter 31 of the gray area, I wanted to take a trip back out west to fully focus my attention on the man, the king himself, LeBron James, joining the Los Angeles Lakers. I talked about it, I touched on it lightly when he signed. I wanted to wait until, you know, training camp was a few weeks out, get in basketball mode and really focus my attention with someone who could really talk about it, someone who's really in L.A., could tell you firsthand what it is and what it ain't with L.A. Braun. So without further ado, the homie, a long time coming, BTG, Baylor the Great, welcome to the gray area. It's been a long time coming, brother. What's good? You know, we still got to sign up. You know, Ron walking around, <laughs> making his rounds. Everything is good. I can't complain. Not at all. Not at all. You know what? There's a certain contingent of Laker fans or Kobe fans. I'm not 100% sure how we're going to play that one. Who weren't happy with LeBron James. Who still aren't happy with LeBron James joining the Lakers. But in my opinion, LeBron James and the Lakers are the best of both worlds. You know? The biggest name in the NBA, the biggest brand in the NBA, coming together for the NBA. What could be wrong with that, Baylor? You know what? I think it's it's it, like you said, it's Kobe fans. So uh, it's been it's been what a, a solid fifteen years of just rivalry, yes. a, a rivalry built in between Fact. the two players that that we the fans create. You know, this is true. This is true. Uh, but. But at this point, you know, I'm 35. I don't have time to sit up there and, and whine about stuff that doesn't really, you know. Kobe is gone. Kobe is definitely living his best life right now. <laughs> and, and and Brian has come over to the dark side. And we just got to we gotta sit back and we got to let the man take over. I can't say I disagree with anything you're saying. Facts. When, when I look at this situation, I'm of the belief that team success i.e. the Lakers' success, means more than anything else. I'm not a LeBron fan. I am a diehard Kobe guy. Mamba mentality. Mm -hmm. All that hot sauce. But mm -hmm. when it's all said and done, I want the Lakers to win more than I care about Kobe. And if LeBron James is on the Lakers, I look at what the Young Punks did last season, 35 wins, and the fact remains we weren't healthy at all last season, and we won 30. We could have easily won about 42 so, yeah. so now yeah. you're telling me, for all intents and purposes, we traded Julius Randle for LeBron James. I shouldn't be hyped. We, as Laker fans, we shouldn't be excited about the potential of this team. I think people are tripping. <laughs> I don't know what they're tripping over because every time Randle would dribble the ball on a fast break, we uh -huh. all held our breath. We all held our breath. You mean when he, when he would dribble on a fast break and the ball would somehow end up out of bounds? Facts. All the time. Come on oh, now. Every time. Every you, time. Or, so, or, or the ISO on the wing with the power dribble spin move, then he would dribble the ball off his foot. <laughs> we could talk about it, Baylor. <laughs> it's accurate. It's accurate. It's accurate. You know, I mean, 
the proof is out there. The proof is out there. But you know what, John? All this will be settled, uh-huh. you know, once the season starts. All this bickering, all yeah. this going back and forth, it's a family issue. It's a family with, it's a, it's a problem with inside our home. This is you true. You know, our, 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 uh, our siblings, our cousins, and yeah. our, we're, we're going to get to each other because we've been Kobe fans forever. Mm-hmm. And we hate to see that type of change. We never had, I don't want to say never. I don't want to say never. Because we've had a lot of star power come through L.A. True. But at this point, and what we've been through the past couple of years, last five years, really, uh, to get the best player on the planet, it's, uh, it's a crazy feeling, man. You know, we was against it. I can tell you that day, I remember I was at a baby shower. Mm-hmm. When, when Paul George said, "Yo, you know, I'm, I'm a stick in Oklahoma." Right. We was cru- we was crushed. Really? Now? Oh, this is insight was- into LA. Talk about it, man. Oh man, the city was sad. I mean, it, half of the city was sad. Half of the city was upset because we felt like you being from the turf, like, bro, what's going on? You know, we wanted. I'm a little confused by that, Bella. Like, do you think that hometown boy himself, Russell Westbrook? Put a little pressure on PG, and he couldn't handle he couldn't handle that 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 peer pressure to to, to leave Russell. He didn't want to piss Russell off. Or do you think that there was more to the story than that? Oh, uh, I think it was it was it was a little bit of both. Okay. And what I mean by both is that PG thirteen came out and said, you know, if I sign if I sign with the Lakers and we end up beating Golden State or we end up winning the championship, mm-hmm. they're going to give all the praise to Bron. I can feel him on that. Okay. okay. I, 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 I can feel that, but at the same time, no, no, because we 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 opened up we opened up the gates back to you. We said, "Come home." We know what it is, and we know Bron can't do it by itself. But but Bella, it's, isn't his logic a little flawed in that if he stays in OKC, a lesser player in Russell Westbrook is gonna get that credit too. He, he's in the same boat regardless of where he went. It's an excuse. That's why I said, uh. you know, we we was kind of sad. Now, we gave him a pass because we were like, yo, go get that bag. Right. If that's what it really is, go get that. I understand that. And it is a lot of pressure playing at home because we expect a lot. We expect a lot playing in that uniform, period. So to come back home and to represent your hometown, that's a lot of pressure. I get that. But there's still no excuse, though. I mean, it, to me, it, it was a soft move, you know. I wasn't like one of these guys who was like super Paul George guy. I, I, I believe that he's a good player, but I, I also said that I don't think that he himself moved the needle at the time. Like, we had a whole debate, and I said that if I wanted Paul George, I'm not trading the farm for Paul George because I don't believe he moves the needle on his own. To me, if we had the, the roster that we do have Alonzo and company, and we added him to the equation, I was here for that. So, mm-hmm. so, so when he decided that he didn't want to come... I wasn't too upset. I more like rolled my eyes because it's like it was more of a come on some moment. Like really, man? Come on. Like son. are you really deciding that you don't want to come to LA after all this pomp and circumstance with Indiana? You forced your way out. They forced uh-huh. you to take a layover in OKC, and then you decide that you just want to stay in OKC after all of that noise. You was better off staying in Indiana, bro, because now you're in a Western Conference with a player who might work. It might not work long term. We don't know. But you were better off staying in Indiana and doing the same thing you was doing out there the whole way. So it's like right. I look at him now, and I'm like, come on, poor George. I had arguments about you, and you ended up kind of proving me right that you're not necessarily 
a whole way alpha. You, you got some beta in you, PG. You know, I thought you were alpha. I thought you wanted to replace number 24 with that 13 or whatever number you was going to wear in L.A. Because Wilt number is retired, of course. But it's like, come on, son. I, like, really, what? his decision made it easier for me to, to really not be a fan. Because I feel like a lot of people overrate Paul George. He's good. He's really good. But is he the player that people say he is? I don't think so. He's a second option. He's not the primary championship player. Hot take. Well, well, no, well, no. I think, <laughs> I, I think, I think his alpha years was left in Indiana. Okay. Um. So you know that's 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 done. But we still could have used him. See, I, I I figured he'd seen himself as a Robin to to LeBron's Batman, but that's going to be the same case in uh, OKC because right. Russ is not. You know, Russ is not giving up that ball. Either. Hell no. Russ, Russ has this chip on his shoulder that has we've never seen before. We still don't know why he's upset, but that's our guy. That's Somebody called him ugly in a third grade assignment, bro. It's deep. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and the cold part about it is you said third grade. We got a lot of more grades after that to go. So, oh, man. You know, so, uh, yeah, I mean, he made the decision, and that was that. You know, we, we kind of said it was about the bag, so we left it alone. But when you fast forward, we get Braun, mm-hmm. and then <laughs> – and then the uh, the Suicide Squad that came after that. Oh my God! Let's can we get into that? First and foremost, <laughs> before we get to the Suicide Squad, when you got the alert, what was your honest reaction? Like, how did you feel in that moment? LeBron four years, one hundred and fifty-three million. When you got that, how did you feel? I was taking a nap. Honestly, I was taking a nap. My wife woke me up, and someone that she follows on IG mm-hmm. had po- had posted uh, the the notification. And she woke me up. And she said, "Look at this. Is this real?" <laughs> and I'm like, "I'm like, shit. I don't know." And I, w- I went back to sleep. And she said, "Well, I'm seeing that all up and down my timeline." And I remember seeing Brian's name, but I didn't really care for it. And I said, and I looked, and I went through all the all the different uh, platforms, all the avenues said, to make sure it was real, right? I said, "Well, goddamn it!" Then that's when the phone start, the phone calls start coming. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I couldn't, I, I ain't gonna lie, I couldn't believe it at first. You know what, for me, Bella, I was more shocked that it happened so soon because I fully had locked in for him to take about a few days as per usual. LeBron never makes a decision swiftly, and we were led to believe that he wasn't going to do A without B. I never bought that because I think at this point in LeBron James's career, He's a lot more Kobe than people realize now that he's not really checking for no next man to win anything. I think he's fully invested in himself. You know what I mean? So it's like, but I thought it would take a few days because he just likes to let things marinate. That's his M.O. So I'm in the, really, I was in the bathroom. I think I was about to like clean the sink or something. Something random chore type, you know, Sunday cleanup type thing that people do. Mm -hmm. My phone goes off and I get the alert. And it was like a part of me wanted to be salty. But it was like Kobe fan Jov wanted to be salty. And then Rational <laughs> Jov started to smile because I was like, yo, we finna win some games again. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like, even till now, the whole idea for me with LeBron James is one big emotional roller coaster. We've spoken about it multiple times. It's like, I got a lot of emotional vibes with other players that I want to see do well. But then at the well, same you know- time, I want the Lakers to beat everybody. So it's like, what do I do here? Obviously, I'm a champ for the Lakers, but it's going to suck. Well, well, you know, I came over to the bronze side mm-hmm. a, while, a while ago because I started to see that, yeah, he's not as. I know you call him Teflon Bron. Teflon Bron. 
Facts. But when it came to when it came to Golden State, mm-hmm. you know, they, they put a lot of they, they put a lot of dents into that arm. Oh yeah. A lot oh, yeah. of dents in that arm. And when I seen that and I seen how the man was looking sad. Shout out to J.R. Smith. Oh my Shout God. out to J.R. Smith. That was I so, think that sealed it right there. Yeah, 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 yeah. So once I seen that, I was like, this man is really giving his all. You know what I'm saying? I can't knock him. I appreciate his hustle. I appreciate him putting up 40 pieces of game mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. the playoffs, in the finals. And uh, yeah. I so, said, man, this man, this guy is trying. The Suicide Squad in LA. What what is that like? Your front line. Like how what like how what do you make of that? People who are fully rejecting the notion of LeBron James as a Laker. And well, see, this is the thing. The people that came along with him mm-hmm. are fan, their fan favorites. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So, the, you know, you got Lance, you got Rondo, mm-hmm. and, and, and to be, believe it or not, when Rondo was with Boston, we never had any beef with, with Rondo. We love Rondo. We, we love Rondo. You know what I'm saying? We love Lance because of what he did against Ron. Mm-hmm. JaVale McGee is just, you know, that's our tall cousin that <laughs> just happened to play basketball a little bit. Fast. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Michael Beasley... That threw me off. I'm not going to lie. That kind of threw me off. He's a gunner. I like it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I mean, you know, I, I look at it. It's interesting. It was, when they first came out and, went, and they started to make their rounds, like I told you earlier, Bron was making his rounds. You know what I'm saying? So, the love for Bron right now is at an all-time high. Okay. He stopped, you know, he's been back and forth to Vegas uh, for the tournaments, summer league. Mm-hmm. You know, he made us. He made a stop at the Drew League. He's out. He's at UCLA probably once or twice a week. You know. So what, what you're saying, saying so, is he's ingratiating himself to the city as a whole. He's becoming West Coast Hollywood LeBron. Yeah, because he's actually he's actually on the pavement. Mm-hmm. Now you know what I'm saying he's not gonna be able to run up on him. He still got a lot of black SUVs. Of course. When he pull up, when he pull up. But the thing is, he's touching the city though. You know, not only that, you gotta you can't forget about his son. His son plays for one of the, you know, one of the top teams out here. Right. And he's going to be making a lot of noise because, you know, this is a, it's a basketball city. High school, mm-hmm. uh, AAU, co- college, you know what I'm saying? Cats is going to watch basketball. So, yeah, he's making his round. So what about these murals, man? You know I was going to ask you about it. Like, what? what yeah. Destroying murals. I think the, the king of L.A. one, I think I'm not from L.A., but I just felt like that was a little too hasty. But then the second one, when he's looking up at the goats, it's like, you couldn't let that one live? Like, come on. No, but look, you got to... Now, the first one, you being from New York, mm-hmm. knowing that, know that as soon as someone puts that title above their name, King of New York, yo, we got to check. We got to talk about something. Right. He ain't paid any taxes I, yet. I, what have you done to get that title? Nothing. You gotta understand now. You come over here to LA. You throw on that Lakers jersey. And you call yourself the king. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, well, who do you know? Magic got you over here, bro. And he played before you. Okay. Kobe got his five, two by himself. Don't forget about Shaq. Don't forget about the cat. True. It's a lot of cats that came over here, so you can't throw that title in there. I know you the king. You know what I'm saying? You, you can definitely own Cleveland. You can <laughs> have that. You know what I'm saying? But when you come over here, it's fall in line. Like you said, Jar, you want the team to win. Right. Once LeBron once LeBron leaves, we're still Laker fans. That's it. Laker over when, everything. When Kobe left, we're still Laker fans. When when Shaq when Shaq went, we're still Laker fans. So 
Um, I, the, the first one, I ain't gonna lie, I can, can kind of understand that. You come out here, you gotta pay your taxes. Right. After that, I felt like I felt like it was just somebody, just somebody wanting to make the news. Right. It felt petty to me, man. Like, come on. Yeah. Come on now. I, I, the energy of the city is not. We're not torn. We're not torn anymore. When it first happened, yeah, because like I said, we was left with sixty points from Kobe. Yeah. Beautiful that way to go very, out. That was very emotional. His commercial that came out was very emotional. Mm-hmm. Like Kobe, you want to talk about a cat that. That, that touched the city, this man opened up a lot of gyms. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like we, like, you wouldn't even know if Kobe, if you didn't know Kobe's background, if he was from Philly or Italy, whatever he wants to claim, you would think he was from L.A. You know what's funny? I didn't realize, because obviously I'm not out there, but I didn't realize how L.A. he was until he had that whole Drew League ceremony with the person that you knew who had lost his life, and they did the family shoot, and, the, mm-hmm. and Kobe is dead, and the woman is like, yo, come take this picture with us. I didn't see any security around. I didn't. It was him and his daughter, and he went and he took the picture and it was like Kobe at the Drew. It just seemed like, all right, that's just Kobe. You know, like if Kobe come to, to the Rucker, it's it's chaos. People are gonna lose their mind. But when he's at when he was at the Drew, it just looked like, oh, that's Kobe over here. He at the Drew today. It seemed like yeah. he's just a regular there. Like he's just one of the homies, so to speak. Yeah. So when him and Kobe came to the Drew League, you know, he came in no security, just walked right in. They threw him a jersey. And it was just, it, it, it was like an intimate moment. Like, nobody guards, you know mm. what I'm saying? The fans was, you know, right there. And that's when they started to embrace, you know, because there's a lot of LeBron fans out here. Okay. Before, you know, a lot of, you know, I'm, I'm rolling with Cleveland because LeBron is on the team type fan. <laughs> Oh, so, so you mean yeah. LeBron, the LeBron hive. Got it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, 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 the hive out here is crazy. Uh. It's crazy. Yeah, that, definitely. The one thing that we... The one thing that, that that they don't do, they don't burn the jerseys though. They like if, they'll, if anything, they'll hang them up. Well, you know what? I, you know what? I, I, L.A. is not New York. I always got the vibe that the people there they big on their sports, but they're not savages. Like they're a lot more relaxed. Like if you tread on them and you cross them, you're gonna get the smoke. But if you if you about that action and you handle your business, the city from my vantage point is always embrace the guys who won. Every winner that's come through LA has been embracing the way that I don't even think New York sports fans embrace their own. Like in New York, they'll boo the hell out of you before anything else. It's like it's it's so much harsher. And I expect LA to do the same for LeBron. Like I already said, like if LeBron brings a ring to LA, 23 might get retired in Staples. I might be tripping, but it, it wouldn't <laughs> surprise me. He can get a re- he can get a retired jersey, but I wouldn't go as far as saying a, uh, a statue. No I, statue. Yeah, you got it. You got to give me. You got to give me at least two or more to okay. get a statue. Yeah, for four or five. Two or more gets two or more in a dynastic run. Like if we go to like three or four finals, he gets two with some legendary moments along the way. He might get a low. St- he might not. Matter of fact. He's not getting a statue. We jump in the cup. Hey, 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 he's, like, he, he, he's, he's, not, he's not getting one because we would have to paint out the perfect scenario. And that's probably beating, that's probably uh, beating Boston in right. the championship. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but other than that, man, like I said, we're not, it's not torn in the city anymore. We actually cool. We hype for basketball season to right. come up. I think, Football's- I think that the Laker fans, not to cut you off, I'm sorry, but like, I feel like my relationship with LeBron is kind of like, LA's in a sense where it was like Kobe, 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 Kobe. I don't know if I want LeBron. And then the more we move away from free agency in July, and the closer we get to October, it's like I'm looking forward to seeing LeBron in that new Lakers uniform. 
I wonder how <laughs> what? I wonder how Lonzo gonna fit next to him. Is Brandon Ingram gonna be all right? Now it's just basketball now. Well, let's clear it up though. The reason the the main reason why we we kind of you know shied away from saying we wanted him to come over is because mm-hmm. we didn't want him to gut the team out. That was it. Right. Facts. We're not Facts. we're not denying the man's talent or anything like that, but we just don't want him to gut the team out and then leave in a year. That's the same thing I've been saying the whole way. Like my issue with LeBron was never about the player. I just feel as though he's a team killer. He comes through, he gives you a nice little short run. It's like you get the bad girl, like she's gorgeous, right? But she's unemployed, so you got to spend all your breath to keep her. And then when she leaves you, you broke, and she's still attractive with somebody else. I don't want that for my Lakers. I want no, to get the attractive want, woman. Go ahead. She, she, she's on IG right. all, damn, all damn day. You know, she's getting all the attention. And then once she leaves, you know, I'm left with nothing. Yeah. But this is the thing. He signed a four-year contract. Uh-huh. We kept some of the major pieces. All of them, damn near. I don't and think Julius had- Randle was important. No no shade to Julius Randle, boy. He could go. No, he could go. He can go. We dumped that. <laughs> <laughs> yo, yo, shout out to Dane, man. You know what I'm saying? Fact. Do what you're going to do over there in Minnesota. <laughs> but, but, but we kept some of the major pieces. I'm proud of that. Right. And not only that, we added some cats where if we get into a team fight, nine times out of ten, we're going to win. True indeed. All goes you know, squad over there. We got some great guards on the team, man. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm really happy about that. So, you know, like I said, man, everything has the, – the, the hype has calmed down. Right. But you already know October is right around the corner. I can't wait. And I when I tell wait. you – when I tell you the city – Jarv, you don't even want to know the prices out here. Mm. You don't even want to know, man. It's I think getting you ridiculous. shared something on Twitter where like the nosebleeds is like three hundred or something like that. It's three to four hundred. Three to four hundred. Whereas before, even with Kobe in the jersey, you know what I'm saying, you can get up there for about you know thirty, forty dollars, maybe fifty dollars or something mm-hmm. like that. Now again, you got to look at the roster that we had. True. You know when we go look at the Lakers, we're looking just at Kobe. Um. But you know that 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 sixty that that sixty point game, mm-hmm. and when I tell you, look, Jar, we are we are attached to the Lakers, and when you wear that jersey, we are we are attached to you. Right. I don't care if it was scripted or not. I don't care if Hollywood make that call at halftime and say, <laughs> "Yo, let this happen like this." Homie, that Disney that Disney will be played out perfect. Listen, sixty and piece out the door. I can't tell you how that game moved me because it's like you Bella we we of the same ilk we've had a lot of guys bash Kobe we've had many debates about Kobe to me 60 piece with one Achilles on the way out the door you can never tell me another bad word about Kobe you can't argue with me like that is the greatest grand closing without a championship in NBA history that's true. That's true. So, I mean, but you already know what the, the history of it. We don't have to go in deep, but we already know Kobe was compared to the guy in Chicago. The GOAT. <laughs> and, and that guy in Chicago was magnified. You know, I mean, he was just blown up all across the world. Right. So when you have a guy come in and copy and, 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 and mimic the same type of style of play, you know, a lot of criticism comes with that. And... He's in L.A. Now, if he was in if he was in New York, it would it'd be the same. The two biggest markets mm-hmm. in, in the U.S., you, you're going to get that criticism. You know what? If Kobe was in New York, there would probably be less pushback against the GOAT talk than in L.A. Because New York, everything gets so much 
blown out of proportion that if he had the same exact career as a New York Knick, less people would say he's not the GOAT than being a Laker. That Laker hate attached to the Kobe Bryant experience makes it tough for people to digest. Like if LeBron was a Laker the whole way and did the same thing, there would be no GOAT talk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the late, you can't it's something about that purple and gold bro the fact that they are always in a discussion the nba's final boss for many moons that people not trying to hear that goat talk from anybody but jordan in chicago you know lebron in cleveland that's fine don't let them be lakers though i'm telling you this is the worst yeah. thing that happened to people who are not laker fans lebron going out there because lebron was the anti-laker for many years and now he's a yeah. laker and he had his eyes yeah. on the lakers for a minute because i know you know this there was rumors about LeBron going to L.A. dating back to 2010. And then his own people said that he was always going to be a Laker. So, to me, if you're not a, a a LeBron guy, you're a Kobe guy, shouldn't it, at the very least you should appreciate the fact that the man knew where he wanted to go the whole time? Come on now, he wanted to be a Laker. Right, right, right. Well, it's people being stuck in their old ways. You okay. know what I'm saying? So, I mean, it's a, it's a lot that ties into it. We're used to having players stick with a franchise for a long period of time and kind of elevate that franchise on the way during their career. And he did what he had to do in Cleveland. I felt like he had, he had, he, he, he should leave as soon as he won that ring because of what happened before, you know, the letter from Dan Gilbert, the whole nine, like, bro, you brought them a a ring. They'll probably never see another one in their lifetime. So please, you can do whatever you want to do. But Baylor, the Lakers weren't ready for him yet. You understand? It was always going to be the Lakers. But the team, the, the Lakers had to not mess the package up. And for a while, Bus Track, as I called them, was completely messing the package up. As soon as Magic got in there, they got D'Lo up out of there with Mozgov. They got the money right. They got the right kind of young players in there. They got the right type of coach because you got some Luke Walton haters. We're not going to name names, but there's some Luke Walton haters out there who don't get the package in L.A. You don't think LeBron see what's happening out there? The style of play, the type of players... It's tailor-made for this. This is going to be Miami LeBron all over again. LeBron on the go. LeBron with space. LeBron with opportunity to create and to be created for. It's all set up for him. And, you know, it's one thing that we did not mention that mm-hmm. a lot of people was very nervous about. That's next year's offseason. Oh, you mean when um, Clay or uh, Kawhi pull up? Man, we don't know. Now, now I don't know if he's reached New York yet. Mm-hmm. Story. The, the story is, the, well, the rumor. I would say the rumor is, you know, um, Michael Thompson said his son is coming over here. Listen, man, it's, it's in New York. And as you know, I'm a full proponent of ESPN LA. Like, I listen to the local radio because I want to know what's happening with my team. And he's been mm-hmm. low-key dropping the crumbs for a second. And at the end of the day, if, if Golden State is starting to become frugal and they threw the bag at Steph... Draymond wants his money. Draymond is the most responsible for KD. They want to keep KD. Somebody has to be the odd man out, right? Why not, Clay? What? Watch this, though. Watch this, though. Mm-hmm. As, quiet, as quiet as kept, they're, they're both on separate teams. Mm-hmm. They both played against each other in the finals. Draymond is, you know, Draymond and Braun, they boys. That's true, but I, when I look at our squad, I don't see a need for a Draymond, to be honest. I don't see it. I don't see a need for it any, either, but this is a different era, John. I never know what's going to happen. This is true. I just don't know. I, but you know what? Let's wrap this up with this. We've talked a lot of LeBron. You've given me Los Angeles' perspective, and for that, I appreciate you. Mm-hmm. But basketball, 
I got 54 wins on the docket for the Lakers this year. I'm not with these fools who think that the Lakers are going to start slow. I think this team is tailor-made for LeBron. I think the young guys are going to show that LeBron doesn't need to play 45 minutes a night. He can play. Remember when we had Kobe playing about 33 minutes a game? I think it's going to be somewhere around there for LeBron. I think the Lakers are going to run. They're going to gun. They're going to defend. They're going to score. I think 54 wins out west for the Lakers. I'm saying certain people are saying Western Conference Finals. I'm saying second round, depending on maybe Conference Finals, depending on who we play, but definitely a second round exit. Where, where do you see our Lakers this season? Uh, definitely, definitely between I would say 52, 54 wins, okay. like you said. Um, and I and I got to tell you, man, I, I can see why you I can see why you picked the second round mm-hmm. for us to exit, but at the same time, man, it's. Yeah, I know. I know you said New York is a different type of pressure. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of it's a lot. It's a lot of pressure out here. Now we gave Bron. The, the thing is, we're giving Bron a year. Right. We're giving him. A, we're giving him a year. You know, and we got a lot of players on the on the roster with one year deals and so mm-hmm. on and so on. I get it. I get it. As second year though, Jar. Oh, he's on deck. Not, second year. To me, whatever happens, right. he has found money. But this year. Pressure free ish, you know. But I it's, think, but it's a lot of hype though, Jarv. That's the thing. Though. So what if I throw Even this though. to you this way, Baylor? If the Lakers come out the gates cooking, does that pressure go up? Yeah, I, yeah does it go up? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> that, that's that's the only that's the only thing is the pressure and the hype goes hand in hand. Okay. Because once you once you get into that building and that the, the and we play one of them. Uh, the, key matchups, the premier team, the elite teams, mm-hmm. that energy, that energy is crazy. And you got to perform under those lights. I think LeBron out, feeds off of that. I know. That, now, this is the thing. Shout out to CL and JL mm-hmm. from the Brothers Lane. Mm-hmm. Facts. Facts. But, you know, we, we go back and forth all the time. I'm going to be on their show tomorrow. There's no excuse. There's no excuse Okay, all that. Well, let's you know, let, let's give him some time and things like that. I hear where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. The only reason why I said we're giving him some time is because we're putting him on the roster with some cats that he ain't never played with. Before. Exactly. That's it. That's it. Other than that, bro, if y'all catch chemistry, y'all catch fire immediately. I we need action. I'm telling you, Bill. I got the basketball fan in me has a sneaking suspicion. That the Lakers are coming out snuffing everything. I don't know why. This is not even a fan of me. I just have a feeling that there's not going to be a, 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 a slow period. I think this team is made maybe the older guys. But when I look at the returning Lakers, the young guys, with the addition of LeBron, again, we won 35. And we swapped out Randall and added LeBron. By default, we cooking. I don't want to hear anything not, else. Not only that, not only that, we had injuries. That some too. of those games, some of those games, we should have won. Had problem, we had problems closing, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But the thing is, the reason why I'm happy is because th- that young core, they're excited to play with Bron. Oh yeah, Fact. they're excited. And what about this? Let me ask you from your from your vantage point. I didn't see any like soft. Even Lonzo, Lonzo was like he felt the pressure initially. But as the season went along, I never got a vibe from any of the young players that moments are too, like, big for them. Every marquee matchup that these, this point guard was going to kill Lonzo, Lonzo showed up. Cool. I think his big his biggest matchup was against John Wall to me. And he showed up both games. He did. You know, Kuzma was ready for action from the rip. B.I., as he got more comfortable in his own skin in the NBA game, he showed up for every big game match. Every goal to say matchup, 
Golden State had a dogfight with us because we was ready. We was showtime. Now you telling me LeBron James and these young guys who want to win games are not going to ball? All these prognosticators. They, they, to me, when I hear these ESPN dudes and they talking in the Fox News, I'm like, do y'all know basketball? If y'all think that this team is going to miss the playoffs or only win 48 games, are you stupid? And you just talking about the youngsters. <laughs> Come on Facts. now. Bro, we got Lance. Rondo ain't never backed down from nobody. Nobody. Okay? Beasley can steal a hoop. Don't get it twisted. Beasley's going to give might you have... a 15, a 15, a 17-point hey. game here right there throughout hey. the 82. Hey, he might be on medication. All right? I get that. <laughs> but he's definitely he definitely knows how to play basketball. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so look, man. I'm look, like I said. The vibe is different from when Brian first signed. Mm-hmm. We're happy. We good. You know, it's a it's a lot. It's too many things to focus on before the season starts. You know, right. they got you know we got two football teams out here now. One of them is pretty good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the Dodgers is in so you know they still in the spotlight, but yeah. you know it is what it is. It's a lot to get into. You know what, Baylor? Final thought. For all the Laker fans who are, who don't like the big ball brand, they don't like the addition of LeBron. They don't air quotes like the direction of the the franchise with the cast of characters. What do you say to them? Move to Boston. Facts. All right, my man. I need you to do this for me. Identify yourself to the world. Let the people know where they can find you. Your social media, you, you have multiple podcasts. Let them let them know about BTG. BTG, aka Baby the Great. Um, like you know, I got two podcasts going right now. Uh, BTG for President that drops every Thursday. Open Run with BTG that opens. I mean, that drops every uh, Wednesday. You know, it's talking sports as well with my boy Jar Above the Rim, JLCL Brothers Layman. I mean, according to sources, the list goes on. Uh, we all got great sports shows. Mine's drop on Wednesday. Um, yeah, so, you know, I talk about everyday life, my marriage, um, L.A., you know, my experiences. What was it called again? <laughs> that episode the, was classic. Yeah. The, um, I forgot what the, I forgot what it was called, but it, yo. You never, hey, you might, you might catch, you might catch my sister-in-law, my wife on there drunk. You know what I'm saying? Talking, you know, talking reckless. It is what it is. But uh, yeah, tune in, stay entertained. Listen, man, if you want to get a taste of LA, what, what it sound like, what it feel like, what it's about, the homie Baylor the Great is your source. Baylor, I appreciate you for coming on, man. Oh, man, I, I appreciate it. And we got to do this again. We will. We got a long season ahead of us. I'm going to be angry at some point, and I'm going to need Baylor to talk me off the ledge and vice versa. So we, we'll be here. Hey, shout out to the Giants, though. Hey, man. I liked what I saw. I just want to find Eric Flowers, throw him in the back of a limousine, and drive him somewhere. And leave him there. That's it. <laughs> I don't want to harm him. I just want to get him away from the team. That's it. Hey, wait, now look, I, I want to clear this up and, it, and, I, and I, don't, I don't want to do it. I want to do it before I forget because I wanted to do it on the show. Okay. I wanted to clear up my my statement about Eli and the city of New York. Oh, what's up, man? Talk. I forgot this, about that. This, Talk to me. This is where, first of all, I'm going to apologize <laughs> for how, no, no, seriously, I had to apologize to you because I respect you. Appreciate and that. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't want you to take it the wrong way, but the, the what I was hearing not just by listening to other shows, mm-hmm. but also also giant fans is that they, you know, they felt kind of salty about not getting 
uh, a replacement for Eli for the future. And I'm like, my thing has always been, bro, he's knocked down his big brother nemesis twice on the big stage. He's brought the Big Apple two rings. Mm -hmm. He needs some type of respect. He hasn't had a line in a, in a while and a decent running back. Let him live. You know what, Bela? The issue is we love Eli, right? We love Eli. But at the end of the day, we look at Eli as an old boxer. You've taken mm-hmm. a lot of shots. Eli's kind of like Roy Jones towards the end, like when he lost to Tarver and whatnot. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. We know you're good, but he's punch drunk. Even now when the <laughs> you watch, I don't know if you were able to see the game Sunday, but even when he gets good protection, he's afraid of getting hit. His feet yeah. aren't set. He's, he's missing throws because he's jittery in the pocket. He missed Odell a couple of times. He missed Sterling Shepard a couple of times. You know, happy feet. Part of it is because he's been hit so many times recently. Part of it is because he's afraid of getting hit. He's so hey. like, he's his mind is warped into getting hit. And he on hey, top Jar. of that, he saw what Jar, happened you know, to Peyton. You know, you know who our quarterback is? Who's your quarterback? Jared Goff. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not a. I'm not a Rams. Fan. Oh, that's right. You're a Raider fan. David Carr. I'm a Raider. Der- Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Der- Derek Carr. So De- Derek Carr will throw it out of the stadium if mm-hmm. he hears somebody coming behind. Him. You see what I'm saying? But that's the thing, though. Y'all played against the Jags, arguably top three defense in the league. That's why I said we played well. I can't Y'all be mad at well. that loss. We played Y'all well, play- and, it, and it came down to a muffed punt return. But you can't fault us for not want for for wanting. Eli's replacement. We didn't want Eli to not be the quarterback this year. He has two years left in his contract. We wanted him to play it out. At least I did. I didn't want Barkley. I wanted a quarterback. I wanted Eli to play his contract out these two years and then Darnold or Big Baker or or Rosen could come in and just fall right in. Three years in, sat for two years. He computed everything a la Aaron Rodgers and we'd have been Gucci. But I didn't get that. And then we kept Davis Webb only to throw him away? Well, come on, <laughs> like, what, what part of the game is this? Shout out to Davis Webb. He just has a last name that it never. He has the name of a backup quarterback. Like he's never gonna start in this league. Yeah, How you go yeah. from Eli's backup to the Jets practice squad? If that to me, I told all these Giants fans who went to argue with me. Listen, if he couldn't get on the field in a lost season because of the co- none of the co- not even the interim coaches, none of the coaches wanted to put him on the field. That means he's not good. People yeah. are like, oh, he didn't get cut because he wasn't good. He got cut because they believe in Eli. No, he got cut because he wasn't good. So you're telling me we drafted a running back, didn't bring a quarterback in, and the guy that was supposed to be the heir apparent is not good, so we cut him in the preseason? I'm a little frustrated. You got you to gotta forgive me. I hear you. I can't. Hey, look, look, look. All I'm saying is Cass was upset because they didn't go after Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, listen, Bill, I got another guest coming on. You're going to round me up before the next guest come on. <laughs> You're going to get me upset. You already get me there, man. <laughs> no Yo, doubt. No doubt. We're going to do this again real soon, brother. All right, man. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, Bill the Great, you know, trying to get me upset. He does this every day on Twitter via text. This man finds a way to upset me. But I'm feeling what he's saying, you know. I'm getting a little frustrated with these Laker fans, getting emotional. Carl Thomas, you know, oh, I don't, I don't want to be this, I don't want to be that, I don't want LeBron on the squad, blah 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 blah. And I'm like, listen, do you want to win games, or do you want to win games your way? And the Lakers ain't Burger King. 
You can't have it your way. I'm not a LeBron fan. It's well documented here. But I'm tired of putting on. I got the league pass package with the Laker games. I'm tired of putting on these Laker games on the league pass. I'm tired of putting on ABC. I'm tired of putting on TNT. I'm tired of putting on NBA TV and watching Laker losses. So if I got to watch LeBron James and his receding hairline that he fixed, but it still looks like a patchy rug, win some games, I'm going to do that. All you Laker fans crying, talking about you going to cheer for Golden State, so go cheer for Golden State. Leave us alone. I ain't asking for too much. You know what I mean? I just feel as though it just shows me like you liked Kobe more than you liked the Lakers. You liked Magic. You liked the brand names. Like, you'll never go to CVS and get the nice product. You're going <laughs> to get the brand name product. To me, it's all about means and ends. Does LeBron means that victories will be at the end? Absolutely. So what, what more you want, my guy? You know what I'm saying? What more do you want? I just feel like people are really, like, tripping out here. People are really tripping, and, and I'm frustrated with them. And as you can hear, I'm kind of over it. Like, I mean, I mean, I'm talking about, like, people in L.A., people in New York, people in the South. You want all of these different situations where you, got, you have fans who want to be choosy about who they cheer for and how they cheer for them. And I just don't think that makes any sense. And now to the gray area, we have our second guest a person who, you know, very thoughtful, writer, podcaster. He does it all. The homie Marcus Lamar. Welcome to the gray area. Marcus. It's yes, been sir. long overdue. Couple of years now since I was doing the Car Sessions pod. I haven't had you on the podcast. And I'm like, with LeBron in tow, a Laker, why not have a person who supports LeBron on the show to discuss this move? I had the homie Baylor the Great come on. He's based in L.A. He gave his perspective of how the city feels embracing the guy that they've been against for his entire career. You know, he's told me that since the July 1st signing up until now, the city's warming up to the idea of a LeBron James being a Laker, winning games, and doing things for us that we haven't seen in about seven years or so. So from your perspective, the LeBron's fans' perspective, how do you feel about LeBron James now being a Laker? Well, first and foremost, I want to say thanks for inviting me on the program. No when doubt. you said that you wanted the perspective of someone who supports LeBron James, I'm guessing Nick Wright and Shannon Sharp weren't available, so you settled for me. But Listen, nevertheless, man, I got so I'm much beef with Nick Wright, bro. I, I hate that guy. <laughs> but carry on. I'm sorry. I'm glad to be on. Okay, so um, here's my thoughts on LeBron James to L.A. First of all, is there not a place more suitable for someone... Uh, in terms of the, the, the magnitude of LeBron James. If we know LeBron James, we know he's obviously an exceptional basketball player. Right. But like I always say, right. wherever LeBron James goes, drama follows. And nobody knows drama better than the citizens of Los Angeles, a.k.a. Hollywood. So LeBron James being in L.A. is not only ideal for himself, but it's also ideal from a marketing, from an entertainment standpoint for the NBA and for the city of Los Angeles. I can understand why certain Lakers fans who've grown up Lakers fans their entire life, who sweat and, 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 and bled with Laker greats such as Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Will Chamberlain, and Kobe Bryant, were reticent to have LeBron James come on board. 
The Lakers are not winning a championship this year. We all know that. And the Lakers' standard, historically speaking, is championship or bust. Now, we all know since Kobe's retired and towards the latter part of his career, they primarily been bust as opposed to championship. So I understand people's trepidation with bringing LeBron on. LeBron has a tendency to make things about him. Right. It tends to be a drama surrounding him, his teammates. And I can assure you, I'm going to actually make some, some predictions before I actually get to how I feel about it. Uh-huh. The Lakers will uh-huh. win 50 or more games this season. They will finish a top four seed. They will make it to the second round of the playoffs. LeBron James will win MVP. And, excuse me, there will be midseason drama as always. But that's another story for another day. Well, so let's well, get back listen, to it. Listen, Marcus. Uh, let, let me be the first to tell you. I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe I'm not the first. But let, let me just say that. Everything you're saying about LeBron James and, and the Lakers, winning 50 games, second-round exit, everything you're saying is extremely logical. Like, all of these people who are, you know, hesitant to put that that kind of, you know, expectation on LeBron James, to me, are ridiculous. They had, a, they had a young squad. I said this earlier in the show, that won 35 games. They could have easily won about 42. And this is without LeBron. And now you're bringing in LeBron, and you didn't have to give up anything to get him. If you're picking against the Lakers making the playoffs or you're apprehensive about the Lakers making the playoffs, you're a fool. Like, it is what it is. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but you're a fool. To me, I have them exactly 54 wins and a second-round exit, and that's reasonable. So you're absolutely right. I mean, it's the truth. Like, there are some people in the media like Skip Bayless who we know what he does. He has them making it. He has them as an eight seed, which is laughable. And everyone keeps trying to tell me about how LeBron James is going to get introduced to the Western Conference. My retort to that is very simple. The Western Conference is going to get introduced to LeBron James. No one can tell me that outside of the Golden State Warriors and maybe the Houston Rockets, I actually think the Oklahoma City Thunder will be much improved this year with the addition of Robertson coming back from injury, with the subtraction of Carmelo Anthony. I think the Thunder will fit right into that third seed. But no one can tell me that they're going to put Jonathan Mitchell in the Utah Jazz or Jimmy Buckets in the Minnesota Timberwolves or Anthony Davis in the New Orleans Pelicans or Dame Lillard and TJ McCollum in the Portland Trailblazers in the playoff series over LeBron James. No one can tell me with a straight face that that's what they're going to do. But I get it. Lakers fans specifically when it comes to LeBron are sensitive because for his career he was compared to Kobe Bryant or their prime somewhat intersected mm-hmm. and as Kobe just it as being the top guy in the NBA LeBron ascended LeBron's been the best player in the league probably since maybe some people like to point to the game where he scored 25 straight against Detroit and essentially right. ended their I think that might be a little bit too premature because Kobe Bryant still won two championships That's from the that. time that did that. So I'll say LeBron James became the best player in the NBA maybe around the first time he won the NBA championship, which is what, 20, what 2012 season. Since then, it hasn't been uh, a, a competition, honestly. That's but funny. I get it. You, like Lakers fans, they love Kobe Bryant. So having LeBron James come on board, it's kind of like, eh, I don't really know about this guy. He's not a homegrown kid. Uh, he's not a homegrown product. Like, you know, they've never... He wasn't drafted by the Lakers. Neither was Kobe Bryant, but he spent his entire career there. Right. LeBron has the of being seen as a mercenary. Like I say, it's a lot to play with him. It's a lot to have to coach and or manage because there's always something. Like, people joke that ESPN has stats about what he eats for breakfast, but that's <laughs> the LeBron effect. Wherever he is, no matter what team is on, the NBA media and sports media at large are going to flock to it. Now, what I will say is that by LeBron James going to the Western Conference, it's essentially a chess move. 
he no longer has to worry about racking up L's in the NBA Finals because they're not going to make the NBA Finals. <laughs> the Lakers will make the playoffs, so he'll stay relevant. He's going to ball out because he's the best scoring option on a team that's relatively young, but he's playing with house money this year because no one in their right mind expects the Lakers to do anything. We all acknowledge that they're far or two away, whether that be Kawhi Leonard, a Klay Thompson, a Jimmy Bucket, uh, a DeMarcus Cousins, whoever it is, the Lakers are not going far this year. So well, let me take it a LeBron- step further, Marcus. I believe mm-hmm. that LeBron James, you know, I, 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 dig, I dig what you're saying, chess move, L.A., but LeBron is Teflon. I don't know if you've, you've heard what I call him, but I call him Teflon Braun. To me, once he got that championship in Cleveland, he never had to win again. It doesn't matter if he got to the finals or didn't get to the finals. He was certified Teflon once that Cleveland championship was in tow. However you feel about the Kyrie Irving shot, however you feel about whatever the situation may be with the stimulus package, as some people like to say in that series, the fact remains was they were down 3-1. Draymond only missed a game. Steph Curry was missing a knee, but the series still played out the way it played out. He got a championship. He did it without a super team because the Cavs weren't a super team like, let's say, the Miami Heat were. So he's Teflon. Coming to L.A., you know, as a Laker fan, I was a bit skeptical. At first, I, I, didn't, I didn't want anything to do with it, not even because of my Kobe allegiances, but more so about the fact that I don't like when LeBron comes somewhere and then when he leaves, it's dust. Shout out to Thanos. Like He comes through, everything is gone when he leaves. I don't want that for my team. I feel as though we have a young group of guys. We're building up. We're going in the right direction. I don't want LeBron to get old and frustrated and say, trade these guys because I'm not winning right now. And then when he leaves in four years, we're back at square one. I want to win for the next decade. Being that LeBron is in there right now, I think that, you know, I didn't see none of the young punks get traded. I'm, I'm hopeful that these young guys can stay, learn from the king, and then we can keep winning after he leaves. And I, I do agree with you there. One thing I will say, this is a lot of criticism. A lot of people's criticism when it comes to LeBron James is that he's ball dominant. Mm-hmm. There's a contrived narrative out there that LeBron James makes everyone around him better. He doesn't. When in actuality, if you're talking about the Kyle Corvers of the world, if you're talking about making them look good, that's fine. But if you're a superstar and you play with LeBron James, you're going to have to sacrifice some portion of your game right. because LeBron James, for the most part, has the ball in his hand. I do think that by them retaining Lonzo Ball, I like Lonzo Ball despite what people feel about his father. Mm-hmm. I think having someone Facts. who's capable of running the offense and running point guard, which will allow LeBron to play off ball and allow the other young talent, such as Kuzma and Ingram, to develop. By the way, they did a phenomenal job of not trading any of those guys. Um, I know people are Kawhi Leonard, but I'm not really high on Kawhi Leonard. The Lakers, in my opinion, if they, if possible, I know it sounds ridiculous, but they should look to acquire either Klay Thompson and or Kevin Durant. Um, and I know people will say, oh, you want LeBron to play with his biggest adversary. Look, people have to accept that. And that's why I disagree with you when you say LeBron's Teflon because, in my opinion, even though he has the championships, the way people discuss him is that he has no championships. I mean, what people highlight most when they come, when it comes to LeBron is that he's a really good player, but he's got six losses in the NBA Finals, which is as many victories as Michael Jordan has. That was the first thing people ran to social yeah, media. But, but Marcus, Marcus, listen to me here, man. Look, the fans, that segment of fans and a couple of heads in the media who say that, right? And then for all of them, you have millions of people 
and a lot of prominent voices in the media who will tell you with no hesitation that this man is the GOAT. So if this is what it is, <laughs> and he has the majority, he's Teflon. The, the, the opinions of a few talking heads who think six fi finals losses are too much for, for him to swallow, pause. It, you know, it is what it is. To me, LeBron never has to do anything again. I'm not even a fan of LeBron. I just think that at this point, if you factor everything in, right, and you're being fully objective here, what more what more negative can you say about the man? If you, at this point it's nitpicking. It's not there's no like there's no solid criticism of LeBron James at this point. To me, at least. So can we agree that if LeBron James, which I think he will, he signed a four year deal with the Los Angeles Lakers, I think at minimum he delivers one championship. Okay. One when he delivers a championship to LA, that would be the third franchise he's helped take to the promised land. Mm -hmm. Well, it's the official then that he's the GOAT because no one in the history of the NBA has won three championships with three different teams. LeBron no. was eliminated from the GOAT conversation, in my opinion, a long time ago. So even if he brings us one, nah, he's not the GOAT to me. You know, he's an all time great, greatest of his era. But number one, nah, I'm not giving him that. You eliminated him because of the Miami move? Please tell me that's no, not no, no, your no, reasoning. No, 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 no. Nah, not at all. That's 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 chump change. You know what I mean? He just with you to go. Three and six kind of hurts. Some of the things he's done in terms of just basketball. Some of the, some of the moments where he's checked out of games and high leverage playoff games doesn't look good. That's not goat. That's not a goat move to me. You know what I'm saying? But that's one man's opinion. They had even even twenty was it twenty fourteen against the Spurs twenty thirteen when he won. No one even talks about the little moment where he had back-to-back -back turnovers, was ready to get mad at Mario Chalmers, and it looked like for everyone that the Spurs were going to win the championship, and then Ray Allen bailed him out, and then he took him home in Game 7. But even in that Game 6, he was failing and getting ready to point the finger. He just does things at times that are not very goatish to me. You know? Oh, Jesus, it's, it's, it Jesus. is what it is. Right. It is what it is. Right, not, right, right. Did, uh, do you know? Do you know what? How many points he had in that fourth quarter to even get them in position listen, for Real? Shot. So, so to him. Don't. But then you dribble a ball off your foot and you're ready to bark at your point guard who wasn't even in the play. Come on now. Come on now. Come on, son. This uh, is all. That's all I'm I saying. Mean, He's top five. I mean, but number one. What? 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 Number one, fans, what what Lakers fans and I'm I hope I hope your your fans are listening out there. What, what the people of Los Angeles and Lakers fans have to realize is that as great as Kobe Bryant is, oh he will never be in the GOAT conversation. That's fair. And he's not even the greatest Laker of all time. That would happen to belong to Magic Johnson. Um so most rational Laker fans not, will agree with you. People people not enamored with LeBron James signing on to Lakers. And that means you just don't want what's best for your team. As you highlighted so eloquently earlier, the Lakers, as a young team with Luke Walton, who I think is a good coach, won 35 games. And this was with Ingram and Lonzo Ball missing 20 or more games to injuries. Talk about it. I mean, and now they have additions such as Rajon Rondo and Lance Stevenson, who can be pets on the defensive end. In the locker room, can they be problematic? Absolutely. But anywhere LeBron James goes, it doesn't matter if he has fire boys as teammates. I expect <laughs> to ensue. But you add JaVale McGee, Lance Stevenson, uh, Michael Beasley. So now you've got people who can facilitate the offense, play a little defense. JaVale McGee provides you a top locker and rim protector. Michael Beasley, for what it's worth, can still score or at least create his own shot. I like the makeup of this young team. They okay. still have all of assets. The Western Conference will be put on notice that LeBron James is the best player in the league. 
It's not Kevin Durant, even though I have tremendous respect for him. Kevin Durant's probably the scorer I've ever seen. Wow. But the Western Conference will be introduced to LeBron James in relatively short fashion. I'm anxiously waiting for basketball season as I enjoy football. Shout out to those who are not boycotting the national football. I mean, I already spoke about that. Like, I, at this point, I'm, I'm, I want the protests and the football to not be mutually inclusive anymore. We can pro, we can do all the protests that we want to do. Let's just get the football out of the equation. But um, to your question earlier, I feel like the answer is yes, but I'm going to ask anyway for clarity. You believe that if LeBron James gets ring number four, three three franchises, three championships, mm-hmm. he's the GOAT? Yes. Um, here's why I think LeBron James is the GOAT. Uh, obviously, it's a, a body of work. It's a resume thing. Right. Um, but when you talk about longevity... Don't get me wrong. Michael Jordan was a phenomenal basketball player. Mm-hmm. Everyone likes to hold the fact that LeBron James has taken games off has, or has quit in big games. Yeah. But Michael Jordan has taken two hiatuses away from the National Basketball Association. Now, if you're a conspiracy <laughs> theorist like me and you believe that Michael Jordan was forced away mm-hmm. by the NBA for off-the-court uh, activity, extracurricular activities, or if you just believe that Michael just simply lost his interest. I just always tell people... As much as Michael is lauded for being this fierce competitor, I have a hard time buying the narrative that someone as fierce of a competitor as he is would walk away from the game at his apex. So I can't buy that narrative. We got to come up with something different. Now, there have been people in the media like Skip Bayless who have covered Michael Jordan and or Chris Broussard who said the NBA forced him away because of a gambling issue. But that's neither here nor there. I'm not here to... Yeah, yeah absolutely right. I'm on. A, I'm, honestly, I I believe the gambling move. I've also said that the hangover, excuse me, the flu game was a hangover game. I don't buy no, any of those stories. Like I I, I don't I don't buy the, the Jordan narrative whatsoever. I'm not a Jordan guy. Full disclosure. Everybody knows I'm not. He's not on my favorites list in any of that kind of situation. So all that, all of the deifying of Michael Jordan, I'm not here for any of it. But as far as the goat, forget all the narrative. Just straight sheer resume. If I'm if I'm a hiring firm and you give me LeBron's resume and you give me Jordan's resume, I'm gonna take Jordan. What you want from me? Well, that but that's the thing though. It's it's it, it, I would be I would be it'd be what is the word I'm looking for? It would be irresponsible of me to ignore the dominance of Michael Jordan. Okay. People like to like the fact that Michael won ten scoring titles. Um, he won five regular season MVPs, and I'm here to tell you. He was sensational. Michael Jordan was put on this earth to score the basketball. The reason he won 10 scoring titles was because the disparity between him and the second best scorer in the league was great. LeBron James, as great as he is, is not even the best scorer in the National Basketball Association. That would happen to belong to Kevin Durant. He's the most efficient scorer I've ever seen. His shot can't be blocked. Um, He's a matchup nightmare for anyone. But if you're looking at LeBron's resume, three NBA championships, he's been to... Eight straight finals and nine overall. Mm-hmm. Okay, he helped take down a 73 win team, overcoming a three win deficit in the NBA finals. Okay, everywhere he's gone, he's instantly made them better. And I, I, I believe that LeBron is a goat because he can do more with less. That Cleveland team that he dragged to the finals had no business being in the finals. Those teams used to literally win 56 and 60 wins a season, like. Like they, they, just, and I know people are going to say, well, he played in a weak Eastern Conference. But right. that's the thing, though. We, we hear narratives all the time until we do our homework. So 
One of my favorite sportscasters, Colin Cowherd, was saying the teams back then weren't good either. The bottom of the Eastern Conference looked like how it looked now. Like, so the Bulls were at the top, but they were beating up on bad teams as well. Were the games more competitive? Were the games more competitive? Marcus. Absolutely. Marcus. But hold on, let me ask you this one question. Let me ask you one question, okay. and then I'll let you go. If, would, would people, you, you, you won't get any argument out of me. Michael Jordan had a tougher road to the finals okay. than LeBron James. Okay. But LeBron James has had a tougher finals once he got there than Michael Jordan. Well, listen, you agree with that? Of course, but this is my counter argument to why you're making my argument first, well, essentially. He played against some of the wackest groups of teams in the playoffs ever. I would say of every all-time great, LeBron's roads to the finals are the, easy, are the easiest, hands down. Part of the reason why, you know, and I'll throw Kobe into the mix just, just because objectivity. Kobe's has some of the toughest roads to the finals. Granted, resume-wise, Kobe's not in the GOAT conversation. It is what it is. If you're asking me sheer basketball, why I'm a Kobe zealot, is because if we're talking hoop, I haven't seen many better than him. I haven't seen guys go through the levels of competition to get to rings as he has with Shaq and without Shaq. When I look at LeBron James, I look at this the, the scrub-ass Eastern Conference, a.k.a. the Eastern Conference, it's Basuda. It is what it is. And his finals record supports the fact that he had he brought teams that had no business being in the finals to the finals. If he was bring, if he was playing real competition with a real squad to the Western Conference, he'd have a winning record. But because he's so great, you right? Get to the finals nine times and lose six is because who did he play? Who did he play? Of course he has a loser record in the finals. So how can I call him the GOAT? Oh, Jesus. Because the GOAT is an individual accomplishment. For instance, yeah. I hate to switch sports. Uh-huh. Tom Brady is definitely the GOAT, but Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback. Like, like yeah, that's like, for sure. But like, Tom Brady's not 3-6, and six, Marcus. He's 5-3. and three. And even in, and in all three losses, Marcus, he wasn't the reason they lost. If anything, they were... They were twelve round boxing matches, and he got decisioned in all three of his Super Bowl losses. That's not the same as three and six with a couple of sweeps now. Well, but 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 here, hold on. Are, are you really holding this year's sweep against him when he had listen, no Kyrie Irving? Look, listen, think about what listen. this man. He just should have appreciated no, no. Kyrie. What you mean, no Kyrie oh. Irving? Appreciate oh, he that man. Appreciate he didn't appreciate oh, okay. him. He did. Okay. Let's be honest here. Okay. Let's let's be hundred percent here. He didn't appreciate Kyrie. He said, I'm willing to give Kyrie the keys when he's ready. Meaning he can tell us one thing, but then if you read between the lines with Kyrie's comments, it says something else about that relationship. If you notice, Kyrie's got a Kyrie problem. He wants to be loved the way Steph Curry, and it's not gonna happen. He's not the man in Boston. He's not the man in Boston. He never wanted LeBron. And then when LeBron got there, like, look, Kyrie said, I'm not anybody's son. You got LeBron trying to son him, little bro, him and all of that. He wasn't going for that. Well, Ray, that's the thing, though. He he didn't want LeBron, but he wasn't getting it done by himself either. Like, we've seen Steph Curry lead a team to a championship. Yeah, that's my point. But Kyrie I, went to Boston because he wanted to be the face of a franchise. He got there and realized, oh, shit. Danny Ainge is the face of the franchise, and Jason Tatum is to be the face, too. And Brad Stevens is known for coaching us up really well, but which you, is why there are rumors that he wants to go to New York. But you, he LeBron wants- fans, 
can't constantly say that Kyrie wasn't getting it done when he played with three years consecutively, three of the worst rosters in league history. Steph Curry wasn't, Steph Curry wasn't taking the teams that Kyrie was on to even the playoffs, let alone the finals. So we got to knock that but, narrative but, off. LeBron is a one-of-one. One. He's the only guy taking chips and juice to the finals. So we're not even going to compare those two guys and say, well, LeBron could do it. Nah. You need parts to win a championship. It is what it is. You need parts to get to the playoffs. Look at the. I need you to go Google out Cavs roster from Kyrie's rookie season through his third season in the league, and you will see player for player three of the absolute worst rosters in the NBA history, and that's one of the weakest narratives against Kyrie Irving ever. The reality of the situation, whether you whatever reports you choose to believe, is that Kyrie was ticked which is understandable uh-huh. that LeBron was either consulted about him potentially being traded or that LeBron was trying to potentially get him traded to play with his buddy, Chris Paul. So I why, can understand and why, and, 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 and why, why shouldn't he feel away? You're not appreciating what I'm bringing to no, no, the no, table. No, no, no. I didn't say that he shouldn't. He absolutely okay. should. But this narrative that he wants to be the guy or he wants to be a conventional point guard, his numbers in Boston were relatively the same. And as far as him being the face of a franchise, Boston has so much history, it's not happening. When I think of the Celtics, my mind uh-huh. goes to how much of a great job Danny Ainge does with the roster, uh-huh. how much Brad coaches those boys up, and how Jason Tatum, who has a very nice-looking mom, by the way, she's <laughs> tremendous, <laughs> how Jason Tatum is going to be a problem relatively soon if he isn't already one, which but is I, why you I'm hear to bet you Kyrie wants to leave. True, but I'm willing to bet you any amount of money that you never bet on Paul Pierce becoming the face of the Celtics in any era. Things tend to change. Things tend to happen. And Kyrie on entry to Boston with no no elements of a super team and Gordon Hayward leaving his ankle on the Cleveland court had the best team in the Eastern Conference for most of the year. Kyrie's capable if you give him the parts. LeBron should have appreciated that. What he wants CP3 in his receding hairline for? What do, you, what do you want CP3 in no conference finals for? When you got Kyrie right there. Ky- CP3 in his missing hamstring. What you want him for? As much success as LeBron and Kyrie had, I wouldn't say that they necessarily complemented each other. The reason why the Warriors are the best team in the history of the NBA, aside from the fact that they boast four top 20 players, Mm -hmm. two top five scorers, Mm -hmm. two MVPs, and the best shooting backcourt in the history of the NBA, Mm -hmm. the reason the Warriors work together is because none of their superstars, meaning Durant and Steph primarily, need the ball in their hands to be effective. They can come on screens and or play without the ball in their hands. Durant going to Golden State, whether people like love or hate it, was a perfect move. He fit. It was a basketball move. Perfectly. It was a basketball move. Like, like, and that's the thing, though. He's provided the Warriors. Durant going to the Warriors has provided us some of the best basketball, at least from watching them, that we've ever seen. Maybe not from a competitive standpoint, because they obviously are a mismatch for everyone, but. That's why LeBron's going to have to do some reflecting this year because there's this narrative going around, which I don't believe, mm-hmm. that people don't want to play with him. As far as George Paul, um, as Skip Bayless likes to call him, I'm not going to call him Paul George. <laughs> George Paul is one of those individuals who is complacent with being a beta type of person. He's not Sex. an alpha, and I respect that. So the fact that he said that he already knew he wasn't going to entertain Los Angeles tells me everything that I need to know. Listen, Marcus, I've been saying this about Paul George for years. So hearing someone else finally say what I've been saying for years is music to my ears. Carry on. 
it's the truth. Paul George Paul is a really good player. Like he's really a solid player. And if he's the second best player on your team, you're in really, really, really good shape. Which is why I think the Thunder are going to have a bounce back season. And I'm no Russell Westbrook fan. Mm-mm. I just think that George Paul in his new defined role with no Carmelo, with him knowing that he's the second option every single night, with Roberson helping him along on the wing, will have a better season. But George Paul did not want to go to Los Angeles with LeBron James and the circuit that's about to ensue because the expectations would have been too much for him to handle. And he's not a pressure type of person. Pressure right, so versus pipe also makes diamonds. Marcus, I'm going to start some trouble right here. We're gonna, I want to circle back for one second because you're, you're a thoughtful guy. I, w- I want your honest. I want, I want honest Marcus right now. The same way LeBron James in Miami was willing to 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 trust Coach Spoke and play off the ball. Some play on the go a lot. Get, get catch and go. LeBron was catching and going in Miami a lot more than he's given credit for. I, I think his second Cleveland run has changed how people view what LeBron is as a basketball player. Because I remember Miami, he didn't dominate the ball like that. Mario Chalmers was on the ball a lot. D-Wade was on the ball a lot. Uh, Norris Cole's on the ball a lot. Even Shane Batty handled the ball a lot. LeBron got to certain spots, and he dominated. He was shooting like 55 56% by the time his, his run in Miami was done. Why couldn't he do that in Cleveland? Why, why couldn't he let Kyrie run the show and play off the ball? It's just curious. Okay. LeBron James is how old? LeBron James is, what, 33? Yeah. What we're failing to realize is that the Miami move had been in the works since 2006, 2007, maybe. Right. Maybe in 2008 when they played for uh, Team USA. Mm-hmm. There's a level of trust that he had with Dwayne both on and off the field because they had gone into battle with one another. Okay. And okay. that's considered his brother. Irie Irving is not a prototypical point guard. And I know people will say, well, what does prototypical point guard mean? We're in a new age of point guards where they are multiple twos masquerading as one. Dame Lillard, Kyrie Irving... Isaiah Thomas in his prime or in his heyday, uh, not the uh, elder, like the the, 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 young, the younger one, mm-hmm. they can facilitate the basketball and they'll get you four or five assists a game, but that's not their game. They're not Chris Paul. They're not John Stockton. They're not, they're not Magic Johnson. They're not floor generals. They're okay. guards. They can break you down and get buckets. They can get you 20 to 30 every single night. So LeBron, I guess, deemed it best for Kyrie to be more so of a scorer. And there were times where if you watched them play, they would kind of play the, okay, your turn. Okay, now right, it's my turn. Right, right, now, I will admit, over, like, against the Warriors, like, that's not going to, that, 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 that's just not going to work. Like, like it took, if you know, the Warriors lost that finals, which, by the way, a series of things had to happen for them to lose. LeBron and Kyrie had to go Super Saiyan in games five and six. And it took a defensive effort in game seven and Clay and, and Steph to be off in Game 7 for the Cavs. It was like the perfect series of events. Exactly. So, LeBron, but that's why I I like the move to L.A. because people can say hate all they want to. Lonzo Ball can play, man. That Mark was going to be word, my next question, Marcus. You think, you think Triple B's and LeBron is going to be a fit more than people think it's going to be? I do because I think that LeBron James... LeBron James not only has been playing basketball for a long time, LeBron mm-hmm. James recognized people who know how to play basketball. Facts. Okay? When people say, oh, LeBron James only wants to play with stars, he only wants to play with the best players, no, 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 no. 
LeBron James wants to play with competent basketball, basketball players. players. Yes. Okay, I watched the last NBA Finals when the man hasn't been able to go to the bench because the team is either so dependent on him or they have guys that cannot create their own shot and or facilitate the offense. Lonzo Ball, if you watch the way he plays, the minute he grabs the rebound, which he's a great, he's a tremendous rebounding guard. He doesn't get enough credit for that. The man damn near averaged a triple-double, 10-8-8 in his rookie. rookie season. And all people can talk about is his loud mouth daddy. But that's neither here nor there, okay? Once people realize that LeVar blows uh, blows air into the wind, they'll, they'll, they'll totally <laughs> tune in. But Lonzo, as soon as he gets the ball on the... As soon as he gets the ball from... From a rebound, he's looking to push it. If the ball's not already out of his hands, his eyes are instantly down court. And that, for a young player, shows me a lot. He doesn't have a problem with facilitating, some people think, to a fault. Some people think he defers too much to a fault. Mm-hmm. But I like this new wave of players like Lonzo and Ben Simmons. To me, they're offshoots and offspring of LeBron James' impact on the game. Okay. Kobe Bryant is the old mold where it's like, I'm going to score and get buckets by any means necessary. We see players like Kyrie Irving who kind of have that mentality where it's like they're hey. cold-blooded. Well, we're not going to downplay that now, Marcus. He won five doing that. Let's just be let, – let's not, no, let's no, not, no, let's no, let's not no, downplay no. it. Yeah, I'm not I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I respect that. But, like, LeBron James said growing up, he recognized that there are more ways to affect a game right. than by scoring. And and that's what I under, and that's what I appreciate. So people might call him a stat stuffer or say he's padding stats, mm-hmm. but he's impacting the game in multiple ways. Like whether it be rebounding, whether it be assisting the basketball. In his heyday, when LeBron was in Miami, he was a terror defensively, man. Like a terror defensively. That was like, my favorite version of LeBron. Yeah, he was a terror defensively. He doesn't play a lot of defense now, but that's another prediction I'm making. I think you're going to see a renewed LeBron James on the defensive end because he'll be inspired because he's playing with younger people. Okay, defense is about effort. I'm not buying the notion that LeBron suddenly forgot how to play defense. Has he been taking plays off? Absolutely. And I just saw a video the other day on Facebook where he disgustedly, where where, where it was disgusting to watch him go underneath a screen and leave freaking Rodney Hood on an island with Kevin Durant. Oh, you mean game three of the finals? I remember. (laughs) It was disgusting to watch. Like, I've never been more disgusted with him in my entire life. But that's, we're closing that chapter. The Cleveland years are over. I'm looking forward to him in L.A. This is going to be good, man. LeBron James is a story to watch, obviously, in the NBA. The Warriors, the Celtics, Melo and Houston, who I think is going to have a bounce back season. And um, there's another story that I'm forgetting about. But those are the, the, my top five NBA storylines. True indeed. Prediction for Jay, but you know. All right, well, look, I'm, I'm going to bring it home. I, I mostly agree with what you're saying. For me, and I'm going to put this out there for, for people to listen and ingest and take it however you want to take it because I never care if people agree with me or not. But I believe that the LeBron James to L.A. move, I don't think it's superstar contingent. I believe that he sees these young guys and I think this 82-game marathon is going to decide if we actually throw the bag at a superstar wing player or a superstar shooter or anything of that nature. I think that LeBron, kind of agreeing with you, I'm not sure if he really has that much defensive intensity left just because, you know what, there's been some slippage. He's getting older. He's done a lot. He, he has every right to regress now. But I just believe that he'll be able to do more defensively because he's going to be doing less offensively. I think he looked at his Lakers squad. He looked at Lonzo. He looked at Ingram. He looked at Kuz and said, you know what? I can pick my spots. 
I can do this for 82 games. I can play 33 minutes a game, and I can pick my spots when I want to dominate on either side of the ball because now I'm not responsible for everything. I look at a lot of the fans around the league, a lot of the media covering the league, and they, they're not giving enough credit to this Laker roster. And I and to your point, Marcus, and I, I, I agree with you 100%, LeBron is no dummy. He, wouldn't, he would not come to a situation if it didn't make sense for him beyond anything else. Forget the whole... You know, he's coming to Hollywood and he's going to make movies and do this and that. He's LeBron James. He can make movies in India if he felt like it. It don't matter where he's at. You know what I'm saying? The, the only thing about it is his proximity to meetings. But beyond that, his star power is his star power. Basketball-wise, he looked at this squad and he realized, you know what? What I do at his maximum, at his apex, works perfectly with these guys who are all high, high IQ, high athleticism, and are ready to win games. And I just wanted to close it out with that. Because I'm, I'm arguing with Laker fans who don't want LeBron. I'm arguing with other fans who don't believe in the Lakers. And it's like, yo, do we not know basketball anymore? Of course this is going to work. Like, let's, let's, let's just relax and, and watch the games and appreciate the outcome. But, Marcus, before you go, I, I usually have the fans of the show, the, excuse me, the guests of the show come on identify and identify themselves. The let, let, let the listeners know a little bit about you, your social media handles, whatever you got going on with this podcast, or whatever it is that you do. Who is Marcus Lamont? Uh, definitely. Um, definitely want to appreciate you for bringing me on the program, man. It's been a good time. Like I felt like uh, we had a really, really, really good conversation. I appreciate everyone out there for listening. Continue to support my man. He's doing a wonderful job. A little bit about myself. I'm from Brooklyn, New York. Originally, I'm in the Washington, D.C. area now. I'm looking to bring back my own sports show, which is called the Mark My Words radio show. Yes, sir. Your host, Mark Safar. Looking to bring that back sometime mid-October, mid-November. NFL season is upon us, so... That's going to carry me until the NBA returns. And, you know, sports makes the world go around, man. This is what we do, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Marcus, you will be back at some point during the NBA season. I got some people that I talk ball with in the gray year who've come on in the past, and I feel as though you would blend in perfectly with what we do. And I'd like to see that in action. Like, we got, I got a lot of highly opinionated dudes who will fully disagree with some of the things you said. And I need to hear that on wax real soon. So during the season, you'll be back and we'll do this again, man. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Ladies and gentlemen, Marcus Lamar, this has been the gray area. And as the saying goes, whether you like it or don't like it, sit down and look at it because it's the best going today. Woo! Perfect. <laughs>